y'all. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and we are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? I am good. I got my, my drink tonight. And please, our special guest host for the week, Flame Monroe. What's up, Flame? What's up, Claudia? What's up, Mr. Reynolds? How are you guys? What's up, Flame? Hey, I'm glad to be back. Round two. Let's go. Let's spill some tea. Tell some dirt. Wait till Thursday. <laughs> we should call this show Wait Till Thursday. Oh, Lord. Okay. What's going to happen Thursday? Uh, Wait till Thursday. <laughs> you got a surprise for us or something? I do. I do. All right, okay, Flame. Are you, are you drinking tea? What are you drinking tonight? You don't, you don't drink, right? Well, I, I had an interview earlier and I drank a, sip, a couple of sips of red wine, but this is tea because my sinuses are acting up. No, I don't okay. drink. Al, you back on your buttery Chardonnay or are you back on your tequila? No, this week is too eventful for me not to be back on my tequila. I'm doing a little tequila. <laughs> Ginger ale is so bad. I don't even have any ice in this cup. <laughs> I'm drinking hard tonight, too. I got Fireball, and Fireball make you black out and just forget about what happened. So we're going to drink and have fun tonight. Let's turn it up. Let's have a little fun tonight. Listen, the people come here to have fun yes. and to be entertained, and let's give them what they came for. Let's get to these topics. All right, y'all, Holly Bailey announced the birth of her baby boy. She shared a photo on Instagram with the caption, even though we're a few days into the new year, the greatest thing that 2023 could have done for me was bring me my son. Welcome to the world, my halo. The world is desperate to know you. All right, what are your thoughts on this, Funky? I mean, I'm sorry, Al. Sorry, I remember we had, we had such a big deal with Funky on that, and it's still in my mind. Get sorry. your man right, Claudia. Get your man right. I know. It's been three years. Uh, Al, what do you think about this? Well, you guys know on this show how I feel about black love. I just I just love any black couple. This is a young black couple. They're in love. That feels great. We said, though, right here on Fox Soul that she was pregnant. And I distinctly remember reading the comments and the soulmates and everybody else was saying that she was not. Her sister even jumped in the chat and in on this conversation. So that was interesting. I do want to give us a pat on our back, though. We were the first media outlet that I remember saying that she was pregnant. Now, congrats to those two. I'm glad that your baby's healthy and that you brought them into the world in 2023 as new parents. But I gotta be honest, this makes me feel kind of weird, like how they did it, why they hid it. And for, uh, for whatever reason, you could be a mother, you can decide if you wanna reveal your baby when you wanna reveal your baby. Maybe you had some uh, scares during your pregnancy, but this reveal still kind of feels weird to me and a tad bit uncomfortable. I don't know what the point was, but I will continue to support these two in their new uh, mother and fatherhood. Bettina Lessa said, I respect her privacy. Flame, what do you think about this? Listen, I watched The Little Mermaid, the cartoon and the movie. I'm just going to say that The Little Mermaid came out the ocean and got her some legs and some penis. I ain't mad at her. Get you a piece. <laughs> First of all, she's a beautiful woman. And we looked at her as a little girl for such a long time because she started as a little girl on the Internet. She has grown into a woman. What that baby will give her in motherhood is turning her into a woman. And it's going to give her a set of jugs because you see what that baby did for Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer ain't never had no breasts, and she can't stop showing them now since she had a baby. So congratulations to Holly Bailey and her husband, and her husband, and their new baby. And it's a beautiful baby, and she is such a beautiful woman. And every interview I've ever seen her, and she looks lovely. So I'm happy for her. 
I, I remember this being a big deal on this show and there was a lot of demands for her to share her business with us. And I remember being very vocal about that. She doesn't owe us anything. And I still stand by that. I don't blame her in this day and age with so much negativity and hostility towards everyone feeling like they you owe them a piece of your life. You're a celebrity. Yes, you are a star. And she's also a Disney star. And I'm not mad at waiting until the baby's here. I mean, I've changed my attitude about things with uh, revealing certain things because of just what the backlash tends to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it may be weird to us and we have the right to have a feeling about it, but we don't have the right to demand that someone shares with us before they're ready. So I don't really have an issue with celebrities lying in this regard about, no, I'm not, or it's none of your business, especially with her being unmarried, her being a Disney star. I think it's a little bit more complicated. You know what I mean? And I, I'm, I'm glad that she had a healthy baby. And that's the way you do it nowadays. That is the way you do it because you can have a miscarriage or just not want to have a negative energy being wished yeah. upon you because the world is an evil place. We have some comments. Uh, Ansel D'Angelo said, I'm glad that Hallie finally came out with this so the speculation can end. I was so tired of hearing the rumors. And Plain Jane said, yes, Hallie is bomb. They'll be fine. They love each other and have money. And oh, let's, uh, Kendra, he said, I'm just so disappointed in her. I don't know why. I guess I didn't expect her to be that girl. But it just goes to show you not everybody is as innocent as they seem. Is she supposed to be a virgin because she's a Disney star? Right, right. Listen, listen. Snow White lived with seven men. So I'm just saying. Blame <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. All right. A woman's story is going viral after she revealed that the man she was sleeping with knowingly gave her HIV. Now, the woman who exposed him shared some text messages between the two. The woman wrote, Jonathan, how could you do this to me? My life is done. He replied, I just couldn't pass up on you. I wanted you so bad. Man, I really apologize. I wish it would have never gotten this far. Can you believe this sick story? Or is this one of those fake ass stories? Al, what do you think? You know, it feels very fake to me because of the response. But you got to remember, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and, and, and Flame can probably speak to this. This type of exchange about HIV is 110% not funny at all. The role, the, 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 the rate of new HIV infections among black women is 10 times higher than that of white women, four times higher of that of Latino women. And we make up 13% of the population in the United States as black people, but we have 40% of our uh, of HIV cases are black people. This is simply not anything to play with if they are playing with it. And how the discussion happen is simply, it's just irresponsible. One thing I will say though, whether it is real or not, I think the lesson here is for both men and women, we have to protect ourselves. We have to go back to using protection because if not, we're not gonna get these rates down. I never hear people using condoms anymore. Everybody I know I hear is just like, no one even, even brings it up anymore. Jonathan has since blocked the woman and her family is suing him. Flame, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Oh, first of all, um, if this is a true story, uh, we want to send love from, from Fox Soul and from TGIF to the people who, who have been affected by this. You know what's so crazy is uh, it, the way I was reading those text messages when you guys sent me the information, it sound, they sounded very young in the way they were texting to each other. There is so much information out here and so much literature and medication that can help prevent you catching HIV and AIDS. Mm -hmm. But younger, see, Carl, you said something to me that I didn't know. Our age demographic, we st some of us still use condoms, but I, the younger people don't get the literature. They believe that they are invincible. They can't catch it. And you can take PrEP. They got a shot for it that you can, you know, you can be UU, which is undetectable and untransmittable. But you have to take the time to research it. Yes, I love you, but love won't stop that disease. Yes, I'm crazy about you. The sex is fantastic. 
But love not gonna stop that. You can't you, you can blame the guy if he knowingly did that. But you like Al said, we have to protect ourselves. You have to take the time and say, you know what, I want it, put this on. If, and you know, a lot of men will say, it don't feel the same. Well, if you don't get none at all, it won't feel anything. Put a condom on. <laughs> get one that put, put on my whole body. I'm telling you, bring come with a magnum. <laughs> you know, I can't remember. Well, I can't remember the last time a man initiated want to use a condom with me. I had to be the one that had to put my foot down and say, no, we, we're using one or it's not happening. Like, I, that it's just been, I think people be like, oh, you look clean or you look good or I, I don't think. And that is crazy to think mm -hmm. like that. Isn't that crazy to think yeah. like that? Yeah. How does it look? How does it look? It, it, it looks like those text messages. That's yeah. what it looks like. We have a comment, uh, LaPoetra said, that's foul. And if true, he belongs in jail. Al is right, protect yourself. Yeah, it's actually on both of us now. We both have to have condoms if you want to go through with the sex. All right, y'all, attorney Ben Crump is calling for an investigation after 215 bodies were found buried behind a Mississippi jail. Family members of the deceased say they were never contacted by officials. Flame, I'm going to go to you first. What do you think is going on here? And Mississippi seems to be failing time after time after time when it comes to black people in America. What do you think? It looks like the Jim Crow South in Mississippi has never ended. That is terrible, Claudia. Imagine having a family member, a son or a brother or a cousin in there, and you found out years later that they found them in the back. In, in the, that is so scary, but I, Mississippi laws are not like the rest of America and Mississippi and Alabama. They still have a lot of race, very prevalent racism long before that last administration, but they have a lot of racism down there. And you know what bothers me is people live in that and they are complacent with it. Speak up, be loud, but it is such an institution of how racism in Mississippi. I don't know if it's going to ever change, not in my lifetime. And that is, might I add, the blackest state in America at 38%, but they have somehow found a way with the gerrymandering to limit the voting power and the power of the black people there. So with all these outrageous things that happen, a lot of times nothing gets done. Al, what do you think? 215 bodies buried. And there's black people there that said they were missing. Mothers said they were missing their sons. And then they mm -hmm. turned out that the police ran them over, shot them, and they buried them to hide the, uh, the crime. You know, that, that that's just beyond sad. And what is my saying? Where is the outrage? That's my saying. Maybe one day I'll get a segment here on my own show. Where is the outrage? Now, is it surprising that, th that these things are still going on in 2024? All the things that we've read about? No, it's not surprising. But I say starting in 2024, we can no longer sit back and let this be the case. And I don't care what state you live in. You could be in Mississippi, you can be in Louisiana, you can be in Alabama. This type of stuff has to come to an end. This is an open field with a freaking a plot. People not even buried correctly. Um, from the report, they're not even buried deep enough into the ground and they uh, are assigned a stake with a number on it. Al, I completely agree with you. Here, why, here. Right. Why are we, Fox Soul, the only platform that's really given this the attention that it needs? Why hasn't this been elevated to a national search on CNN? Where are those correspondents? Why are they not standing in that field and giving us an update to understand why this still exists today? Once again, and I'll say it a hundred times, where is the outrage? Well, I'll tell you why CNN's not doing it. As much as CNN, people think that CNN is a liberal platform, they were in fact uh, acquired 
by a very right-wing billionaire a few years back, and you see all the changes, getting Don Lemon up out of here and all the Black people that were on there and doing very shady things with them. That's why we have platforms like a Fox Soul, as much smoke as people try to have about Fox, Fox Soul, which is our own entity here, we are making it a point to discuss these things and hopefully other people, other media will follow our lead here at Fox Soul because this is something I personally submitted that we have to discuss. All right, Ladybug77 said, all black people of Mississippi get out of that state. Well, we can get out or we can take it over because we are the majority. Well, we're a very huge chunk of the population there. All right, y'all, coming up next, Alaska Airlines passengers were in for a wild ride. And later, Kanye West and his wife are back at it with their antics. And I am not here for this one. Keep it, keep it locked. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the soulmates in the chat rocking with us. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Thank you so much. All right, Kevin Hart's ex-wife, Toy Hart, announced that she will be going on tour with Cat Williams. We're going to end with Flame because, Flame, you know about this field here. But we're going to start with Al. Al, what's your initial, like, gut reaction about this? The shade, the shade, the shade. <laughs> My initial gut reaction is, honestly, and maybe Flame can bring some context to this, I never knew she was a comedian. Yeah, she you wrote know, a lot of his stuff in the early part of his career. So that that's awesome. See, I didn't know that. So the fact, and you know, Cat uh, Williams made it very clear that he only invites new comedians that are better than him to join him in introducing him. So I can't personally, I can't wait. I can't wait to see her 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 stand up. What do you call that? Her her stand up. Yeah, her stand up. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but this is my thing. This is really interesting and, and seems what somewhat strategic that after he talked about it on Shay Shay, she then announces it. And I mean, he didn't hold any back, anything back when he talked about Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart, he believes is being a plant and Kevin Hart getting all these opportunities because he's not, you know, he, he didn't have to work as hard as the rest of the comedians. So it does feel strategic. But hearing you guys say that she wrote some of his earlier content content it only makes sense and if she's good i can't wait to see her i like to challenge folks that are watching because i think our initial gut reaction to everything is always like oh that shade that shade that means something and sometimes it's not what things seem to be tori hart was very instrumental anyone that knows the comedy world i know the comedy world she was down with kevin with before he blew up and she used to go on stage back then she used to help him write a lot of his stuff i gotta say this y'all Kevin has had many tours and she's never been on any of them. So maybe there was an opportunity. She saw it. She went for it. And Kat gave her an opportunity before Kat Williams. Or maybe it is Shade. And, and they're Sound like Shade to me, regardless. <laughs> Flame, what do you think? Uh, I know Tori Hart. When I had my show here on Monday night, she came. To Tori Hart is a bona fide comedian. And she earned it. I knew that she had wrote for Kevin. She writes for other people as well. I watched her on stage. She is comfortable. She is ready. She is there. And what opportunity is she waiting for? If her ex-husband, who's a huge comedian, didn't give her an opportunity, here's somebody else who's giving her an opportunity because she has proven herself. I, it may be a tad bit of shade, but I don't get that because Tori is a, you can't be shade and put somebody on a, in an arena and they're not good. So mm -hmm. she has credibility. She has credibility. And from what I hear, Cat Williams pays fantastic money and treats you a1 royally on the road so hats off to tori hart and hats off to, to 
Cat Williams said, call me Cat. I'm ready. I could be the other girl on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason why I'm not as quick to call Shade is because they've had issues in the past where they were going at it and they have squashed their beef. So I think they're in a really good place now. So who knows? She may have talked to him about it. Kevin might be in on it. We'll, we'll, we'll know. Uh, Trish M said Kevin should have given her a platform so she doesn't owe him loyalty. And Ansel D'Angelo said, I just hoped Kevin and Tori keep this drama away from the kids because it could get messy. That's true. And Tanya Christopher said Kevin should have put her on just because they're family by having his children and she was married to him. All right. We will keep y'all posted. All right, y'all. Remember when we talked about Little Nas X claiming he was going gospel? Well, he's back in the news for his new singles cover art. The artwork features Little Nas X laid out across a cross and social media is not having it. Someone wrote... Who does he think he is? How can you make fun of an entire religion like this? All right, now following this antic, the rapper posted a TikTok of himself chowing down on a plate of communion. Flame, you know the comedy world. Do you think this is funny? Do you think this landed? What do you think about this? Or is it, what do you think? You know my problem with Little Nas X with some of his antics, because his music was good, especially his first song, Old Town Road. But he didn't leave with gay. His talent got him, him to where he is. But then after he came out, which is a lot, what a lot of artists do, after they come out as gay or pansexual or bisexual, that is their lead. Ger Gerard Carmichael was guilty of this exact same thing. Your talent gets you to that plateau, but then everything is a gay lead. You know, his music is good. He's a good artist. I don't think he has to do all this sensationalism. And it's so sacrilegious, you know? It, 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 I seen that picture and I was like, oh my God, are you worshiping God or the devil? It, I, I think he should rely on his talent and not all these pictures and all his foolishness, but sensationalism sells right now. So he's selling sensationalism. He's going to get Al, crazy backlash. Al, as our resident Christian here, what do, you, what do these images make, <laughs> make, what do they make you feel when you saw Al this? is not a Christian. <laughs> I'm definitely a Christian and I'm a God-fearing Christian. Let's be very clear about that. I don't joke, you know, I don't joke about that on this show, Flame, but because Claudia... That was a my, joke. I, I know see your cross. Not I used to be uh, beat up for this, but let me tell you something. Um, I think we need to have a real conversation regarding Little Nas X and his antics. Like, you can't say that you're going into your Christian gospel music era, but you're telling people in the people just because you suck dick does not mean that you can't get on your knees to worship God, that you can get on your knees to worship, multi I mean, that you can get on your knees for multiple reasons. These are things that he's saying, and plus making a video like that is just mockery at its finest, yeah. and it's silly. And I'm sorry, your music to me in the product that you're making is not good because you have to put match every song with some type of shock value and crazy antic. That to me devalues your ability Ability to make good music, son. And if you think I'm wrong, because I know you watch TGIF, Little Nas X, because you're new too nosy. And if you don't, one of your friends do, tell him this. If you think that you can sell an album or sell a single without the antics, then do it. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is in her third week at number one. She had no real single, no official single, no official visual. Same thing with Beyonce and Renaissance, no official visual. Go without doing a visual, go without doing an antic and see how you sell, son. And then we can have a conversation and maybe you can come on the TGIF and tell me. So aggressive. I think I'm turned on. Hey, I'm not gonna. <laughs> but Lil Nas X is cute. Can we just say that he is a cutie to me? He's a cute guy. He's you don't cute. like him? 
He's stupid if actions are dusty. Like, you don't need to do all this. And I'm sick of, and, and I'm not just gonna leave it to Little Nas X so people can accuse me of some kind of homophobia, because it's not. I'm not here for the Kanye Wests. I'm not here for anybody that puts themselves on a cross to dare compare yourself to Jesus. I, listen, I don't have to go to church all the time, but I have respect for the religion. And I just think it's whack. And I think I think it's a desperate, weak, lazy marketing ploy to get all the people riled up and, and then just to be disappointed at the music. Because like, I don't, I, have anyone heard the song? Has anyone heard the song that this that this visual? Oh, yeah, I actually heard it. I heard you it. You like it? The, the, uh, listen, I can't get through the song because of the antics. The beat, he's he pays for great beats. He pays for good music. He makes good money. He's rich. He can get the best engineer to make anything sound, you know, nice to listen to. But if there's a disconnect, there's a disconnect because he doesn't sell me on the storytelling in the music. So therefore, it's a thumbs down for me. <laughs> And you're all over the place. It was just Halloween that we reported here on TJF that he went out as a bloody woman's tampon, and now here you are on the cross. It's giving Wait a minute. What? Yes, he yeah, was he dressed bloody... up as a huge. See, okay. I blame Lady Gaga for all that. After that meat dress, everybody just went crazy. Let me just think it. Hell. <laughs> this is one time that I have to agree with Tyrese. Tyrese said, and I quote, stop playing with Jesus. This is not the person that you want to play with in your career. 100% Tyrese. Right? Even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> all right. Kelly Price revealed on social media that she was the only judge on BT Sunday Best who wasn't messing with somebody else's spouse. Did you hear me? The only one that was not messing with somebody else's spouse. Now, she alleges that our fellow judges had affairs and had inappropriate relationships with underage children. Mm. Kelly also claims that a preacher even tried to get in bed with her. All right, what do y'all think about Kelly Price spilling the tea? I know she still ain't told us where she was during that week, but she's telling us about these preachers. Al, what you think? You want to know what I think, Claudia? I don't think you know what I want. I think this is what I think. We're going to do this in 2024, Miss Kelly Price, and everybody else out there that's listening. We're going to put a name on it. We're going to require people to put a name on these accusations. I am no longer interested in hearing about so-and-so did, so-and-so did that, so-and-so did this. This is what I experienced. If you can't put a name on it and tell us who it was, can you please... Be quiet. I'm sick of this. Like everybody's throwing this bait out here to get attention, to get on the blogs and, and to start a, a, a quote, a conversation. Okay, I'm tired of people putting one foot in the pool and one foot, foot out. Either get in the pool or get out the pool. Tell us the name of the people that you are referencing. And that's what I would like to see in 2024. I don't want to see a litany of people's experience. You have people's lives that you are putting at jeopardy. You have people's families that you're putting at jeopardy with this reckless type of talk. And it's simply not cool. And I'm going to repeat, either put a name on it or be quiet. Well, that happens a lot. And Kelly was responding to uh, people in her chat or in her comments that were coming for her neck. But I hear you. And especially, you know what I will agree with you on, Al? The part about messing with underage boys. Now, when you see a crime going down and molestation, I think it's imperative that you speak up because that's someone, the well-being of someone's child. Um, Flame, <laughs> what are your thoughts? That's number two. Baby, let me tell you something. The church has always been a mess. Black, Catholic, Church of God in Christ. There is a lot. There are a lot of predators in church. There are a lot of, but people behind the cloth are only man or woman. We, we put them in high regard and hold them in high self-esteem, but they still have human feelings. 
human emotions. Now, I'm not with the pedophilia stuff, messing with no kids. But when they get their freak on, everybody used to always say when I was growing up, if you want to find the freakiest girls, you go to church on Sunday because they club on Saturday mm -hmm. night and they get out with you on the pulpit on Sunday morning. So I'm just saying it hasn't changed in all these years. But pedophilia and messing with all these children has come from the Catholic Church to the black church and everybody getting their freak on, baby. Look, I'm, I'm doing a cross, but they crossing it out, baby, because they getting it in. <laughs> you, you know, we're kind of giving Kelly the smoke, but Baby D said Kelly did put a name on it. In fact, she mentioned three of them. Uh, Brian Smith said uh, Kelly. Who P. were the three? Eric, Eric and Jonathan straight under the bus. <laughs> Look at Al trying to get the dirt. <laughs> I want to know, I mean, because she put, I mean, she put a lot of names on it. She told us who the hosts were at that time, but did she say who was doing what? Right. That's a difference. Kelly Price, if you're watching, we'd love to have you on and give us the exclusive here at TJF. I think that would be a great place to do it. Oh, my God. The smoke. All right. Kona Max Kanye West and his wife are back with their antics. And later, find out what we would do in crazy situations. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. I hope you have a drink with us and sip on the tea and sip on your drink as we are going through these topics. We're having a good time. We have a special guest host in the building with us this week, Flea Monroe. Thank you once again for being here. And of course, our very own Al Reynolds. Let's get into this Kanye West. Kanye West and his wife, Bianca Sensori, a.k.a. Kim 2.0, were spotted in Las <laughs> Vegas. Bianca was barefoot and wearing a very small micro bikini top that barely covered her nipples, and she has really big boobs. It looked trifling to me. Do you think Kanye is making a mockery of this woman? And what do y'all think about this? Like, I feel like she's on some, I need to be like, blink twice if you need to get out of this. It doesn't look like she's ever happy. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't look good. Flame, what do you think about this? And would you, could you be in that position with Kanye West? Listen, Kanye got the big dollars. Give me that. First of all. I, I saw that. It looked like two band-aids over her. But, you know, Kanye is still trying to fill the void. I do believe that he is still madly in love with Kim Kardashian. I believe that. And so it's hard to get over love. Love is a, love is a mini splendor thing. And he is looking for somebody or something to fill that void. I don't know if she's in any crisis or anything because she looks like a free spirit. She looks like she can run off at any time. So I don't think he's holding her against her will. She's just his wife and she's enjoying the perks of being Mrs. Kanye West. Have you ever seen her smile though? It doesn't, I, I never, I mean, again, I'm an outsider looking and I don't know her. Never met I her. I think she smiles I'm... every time that, uh, that account change. Every time she go to her ah. banking app and that account changes. But can it, doesn't it have to be more than that, y'all? Can y'all really be happy? I know we joke about it all the time, but can you really be happy with just someone that's rich when you're barefoot in a hotel in Vegas in the winter? Al, what do you think? Do you think she's Look, I think if you look at this particular video right here, Claudia, she's smiling. Look at her. She's very happy. She's very happy to be that ridiculous looking. I, I, <laughs> I think we need to stop pretending like she's sexy. There's nothing sexy about those. And I said it last week, and I'll say it again. And to all the women with saggy breasts, that's fine. I'm not body shaming anybody. But her breasts are down to her knees, and it's not sexy. And the reason why I say that is because he's trying to parade her around 
around as if she's some type of sex puss. I don't think he's in love with with uh, Kim Kardashian. I think he loves his kids. I think he's in love with that level of fame that him and Kim got. And I think this is an example of him still trying to chase it through these antics and attention seeking and 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 headline grabbing type of stuff by doing this. When you can't get it one way because of the woman you with, you then create another woman and you make her walk around and she looks like that production put that picture back up it's starting to concern me and i'm starting to get worried not just about her because she's a grown woman and she knows what he's doing i'm concerned about him it completely contradicts everything that he says wednesday to sunday and especially when he's on his holy roller level and can we please Please, 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 please. On this show, I'm just asking production. I don't care what I got to do. Let me talk to Joyce, Justin, whoever. Can we put a pause on this couple? Because they are really ruining my top of my 2024 when I wanted to clean house and pretend like none of this crap existed. Al, I'm highly offended about a statement that you made when you said about women with saggy breasts. The Bible says they fall by the wayside. If I took this bra right now, man, it's on my hips. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I just like I said, Flame. I said I'm not body shaming at all. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just her parading her around with her breasts like that. It's just not attractive to me. Let me rephrase that. It's just not attractive to me. And it's also derogatory. There are kids around there. There are underage people around there. I just don't like how how they're like just going through, you know, communities and stores and, and thinking it's that this is sexy and cute because it's not it's not it's not i want to call it the hypocrisy that is kanye west because part of your biggest complaints about kim on your way out was about wanting your wife to not look like a whore and wanting her to be classy and all this stuff only for you to replace her with a kim kardashian light who has lower boobs and and a higher tolerance for the bs that's what you got in this one she has less currency to stand her ground and speak up on anything I feel like she looks like she's being held captive. She looks miserable. I, 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 the vibes I get from them is not like a, you know, a couple when they fun and you just want to be a part of it. You like, man, they look so happy. They inspire me. I want to love like that. When I see them, it just gives tragic. It gives desperate. And while we're talking about her boobs, let's get production to roll that video back. Let's take a look and not like reserve, not take away any smoke for Kanye West. <laughs> if we being honest about it, look at Kanye West. He's let himself fall off. Look how sloppy. All right. Oh. Oh. I used, to be, a that, B cup I right used there. to be that size. That's a beacon. Let me ask you though, uh, Flame, you have three kids, right? Yes. Today is my son's birthday, Al. Thank oh, that's right. He's 21. Congratulations. I got a 21 year old. A 21 year old. That's right. Congratulations. What's his name? Jamarcus. Jamarcus, happy birthday from everyone here at Fox Soul. But let me ask you this, Flame. You got three kids. Doesn't he have three or four kids? Two of them are girls. What does this say to his kids? What What does this say to his kids, him parading this woman, cadly dressed like this? Like, what does it say to his kids? And is that something to be concerned about or not if you were a parent? Well, as a parent, yes, it does send a, the wrong message. But I'm not rich like Kanye. But that's a whole different level of rich and rich people have rich people problems and they do all those kind of things. If it's acceptable to him, his wife and him and his children with Kim Kardashian, it's acceptable to us. We can't even judge that, especially if you don't have children. Everybody who don't have children always have something to say about people who have children, but you really have to have your own children to mm -hmm. understand the level of love that you would look at your child and see your own eyes back looking at you. It's different, but 
as a parent, I, I don't even like to walk around my kids in drag. I don't, I don't like, they know when I'm getting drag, I'm going to work. But like tonight I had my son helping me to set up and I had my boobs up, but I had the shirt pulled way up here because I just didn't want to make my 21 year old mm-hmm. son uncomfortable. I'm still his dad. Mm-hmm. So let me ask so, this. You're right. That's a good conversation. Al and I are not parents. We don't have kids. We can just speak about hypothetically yeah. speaking, but you are in fact a parent. So yes, I am. how would you feel, okay, if your children and they were underage and they would see your exes um, with their new partner and the new your ex had the part their new partner around? Would, would that, uh, would, did you care with that? You know, I'm talking about seven, eight, nine-year-old children. Would you care that your ex, the, the co-parent of your kids, had their new partner around your kids like that, would that be an issue or would it not be an issue? Can Absolutely. You- and if you've ever mm. been on my coffee time in the morning when my daughter walks around with her little sports bra on, I raise hell because I'm your dad. You will respect me as a woman, as a little girl, because you're going to grow up to be a woman. You're going to respect me as your dad. You cover yourself up. I don't need to see your body. I, I raised you. I took care of my children their entire lives, but I will not let you walk around me because if I'm not disrespecting you as a dad in the home, you're not going to be able to disrespect me as a daughter in the home. And my baby mama, uh, has a girlfriend who's a little ratchet, but my children will say the, say the same thing to her. My dad wouldn't approve of that. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. That she walked around with, you know, because I think she was a pole dancer, so she would walk around the house. I'm like, you ain't at work. Put your damn clothes on in front of my daughters. You're not at work. I, the last relationship I had that, that with the man that had kids, I was extra like, I have sexy stuff on my page, but it's still pretty classy, but I, even that, I, that level of sexiness, I'm not going to be like that around the kids because I want them to see me as maybe a potential stepmother right. or a, or an example of class. Because how can you listen to anything I have to say after that? Not that they're listening to me for discipline, but, you know, just kind of like I want them to look at me in a respectful way. And I don't think. First of all, I think people that go barefoot in public are nasty anyways. Like, what are we doing? Well, that's Vegas. You know they get out in Vegas. You see everything walking through Vegas. So, yeah, I think I'm going over there tomorrow. Why not? What the hell? Let me just let it all hang out. <laughs> all right. Well, Chad Single Johnson revealed that he and his fiance keep a sex schedule on the refrigerator. Mm. Have y'all ever had to, like, get to a point, right, where you have a schedule? And I doesn't that take the romance out of it if you got to schedule it? Al, I know you big on sex, <laughs> and, and, you know, you are a sex guy. So... <laughs> Have you ever had to like, okay, listen, we're not doing it enough. We got to put it on the schedule. What, what do you, does it take this, the fun out of it or no? I think it depends on who. <laughs> Damn, Al, he got the giggles. I got the giggles. Let me, okay, let me straighten up. Here. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think there's anything wrong with a sex schedule. And therapists say that it's very healthy for you to have a sex schedule, especially if you're two working people, you have busy lives, the mother being a mother, the father out, you know, working. Um, they say that allegedly it's supposed to bring greater levels of marital satisfaction. Um, it's supposed to decrease um, the 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 amount of infidelity in a relationship, if that's a possibility, is supposed to offer more stability for the woman. The woman feels comfortable and loved and appreciated more if you make sure that you do a sex schedule with her. Um, and and the modern version of this they call date night. So I get it. I get it. I'm not mad at it. I tell you what, though, I wouldn't need a sex schedule with Ocho, though. Sorry, and I'm just keeping it real. You would not have to. You would not have to put me on a schedule with him or his wife. Both of them are beautiful, and I. And, but maybe because they got a newborn, 
maybe because he's super busy because he travels a lot and he's on that new podcast with um, Shannon Sharp. He said because he has kids at some time. But Al, so if Ocho Cinco is watching right now, right? What would you say <laughs> Ocho Cinco if he was you Ocho? Love, you love this type of stuff. I um, do. You know, I don't have I don't have any problem giving a man his props. He's a very attractive man, and I would not think that there would need to be a schedule like. But I do understand why uh, wives and Husbands are asking for a schedule, especially with two people like them with a newborn and his busy schedule. You kind of have to schedule it because I tell you this, if she's not scheduling it with him, I promise you other women are very eager to schedule it for him. I think in the um, introduction of it, it sounds very unromantic, like a sex schedule. You have to do it like, but if you care about maintaining the spice in your relationship, that's to me is people that are like, I'm making sure we still get it in and don't fall by the wayside. Because how many times I have married friends that they'd be like, we haven't done it in three years. And it started with two weeks, which led to two months. And then before you knew it, no one made it a priority. Flame, have you ever had a scheduled sex? And would you? Absolutely not. I'm an old 70s queen. Let me tell you something. It sounds weird and weak to me because I don't know men that have schedules. Well, so when a man wants it, you could be cooking dinner. He's going to come to the stove and get it from the back. You could be washing <laughs> dishes. I just, I don't get that from this. this that, that's these new age brothers. You know, I don't understand that because when you're attracted to a person, how, how many times, and none of us are married, so we can't say about the married part or what it does to your sex life. But how many of you have been in a relationship and your partner was cooking or something and they come back and rub you on the ass or tap you on the shoulder? That is a turn on and that is excitement and it's spontaneity. You can jump into it right then and there if you go in the bathroom, if you go in the closet because the children are home. So I, I don't know, it sounds weird and weak to me. I don't know me in that setup schedule. You can't tell your penis when to jump up and jump down at a certain age so i think when it's there and it's the, the timing is right i say go in like a missile that sounds weird to me and it sounds very weak and i watched that interview with him and shannon sharp and shannon sharp say all i got to do is be naked that was it see i'm very shannon sharp all i got to do is be naked so, so you're in a relationship flame so um do you have a lot of sex in your relationship uh daily really did you have sex today yet or is it later on tonight it's always at the, in the evening and early morning. But I, now, out of the week, we may have sex, honestly, six times. Really? Well, I'm very satisfying, and so is my partner. <laughs> and, we, and we like each other. We like having sex with each other. We do. That is very important. A lot of people do it because it's emotion that you have to go through because you're married or whatever. But we like having sex with each other. Hmm. That's why you always get that good laugh on you. Always have <laughs> There it is. Well, that first story was personal for Al. Did you see how Al fell out laughing? Put his head down. Oh, Al, tell it. Tell it, Al. Tell it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Keep it live because coming up next, we find out what we would do in crazy situations. And later, a teacher makes a list of prohibited words for her students. I'm going to get your take on this and see if you think it's ridiculous or not. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Damn, I just had somebody crash my show. Mm-hmm. All right, all That's right. That's your boo. Cut it oh, out. Just rolled up and I got the code in my house. Just rolled up in the house. All right, y'all. Um, all right, soulmates. Have y'all ever Look thought that about smile? I know, right? Look at that smile. Can I, can I see the schedule, please? All right, we want to see the pressure. <laughs> Nothing. Right. I, should I put you on the schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Look at him laughing behind the glass. Ah! <laughs> you said yes? You said put me on the schedule. All right, so mates, have you ever thought about how you would handle yourselves if you were placed in the middle of an unexpected situation like I was just placed in just now? 
All right, y'all. We like y'all to chime in on a fun segment called hashtag WWYD. What would you do? All right, y'all. Mm, check out this tweet by Ari Fletcher. Tickle? Oh my god! I'm tickled. I, 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 I've been listen. I've been drinking Fireball, and then that happened. So you know, I don't know what's gonna happen today. Right. I got a church finger. I know what's happening. <laughs> it says it's so weird blocking people and not cursing them out instead. All right, are y'all team block their ass? Or turd team, curse their ass out. Al, what you gonna do? I'm team blocking them. I'm too old, man. I'm a man of a certain age. I, you know, I I just find it, the back and forth online, I just find it petty and immature. And it's childish. And at best, you're not protecting your mental health. Like, block them, get them off your page, get them off from talking to you, getting underneath your skin. I got better things to do. I got an, air, an eyeline brand to build. Y'all like my my glasses? I'm trying to do buttery Chardonnay line. I have a new auctioneer company. So I got too many grown man things to do than worried about what somebody's saying to me on the internet. Okay, flame, block or cuss? I'm team cuss you out and then block you because I'm going to get my lick back. Wait until Thursday. <laughs> I am team cuss your ass out and then block you because I am the tortoise in the race. The hare never won, but it got there faster. I'm with Al. I'm going to say what I got to say because it's going to make me feel better. I don't carry around all that BS. And then I'm going to block you because I'm not going to invite that BS into my DNA. I do a little bit of both. I mean, ain't no secret that I definitely be responding or reading comments. And for the most part, I'll just be like, delete, delete, delete. But I ain't gonna lie. For every 10 I delete, there'll be one I'm like, you know what? It's time to make an example of one of these bastards that kind of want to, you know, try to come for me because I'm human and I'm never going to act like nothing bothers me. I'm above everything because I'm not like sometimes things bother me. I'm human and I will have an emotional reaction. For the most part, I usually ignore and then just let my success speak for itself. And, and, and sometimes I don't even block them so I can let them see what I got going on over here and how uh, it ain't nothing stopping. So, you know, a lot of times the people that be hating on you the most and talking the most crap all over your page are your biggest watchers and viewers. So there's that. All right. On a similar topic, it's uh, if your longtime partner asks you for a threesome, like out of the blue, would y'all be offended by it? Or would you consider it? Now, I know the panel that I have here with me today. So I don't even know why this is. I'm offended at best. I am, I am not a whore. Oh my God, Al. You I'm single and I'm active. Let okay. me tell you something. I will say this though. I don't know about flame, but threesomes are tricky. You got to you got to be really with three, two other mature people for that to work out the way it's supposed to be, and especially depending on the dynamic. Because having two women and two men, those are two different dynamics, and 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 you just got to be with some mature people in order to pull it off without somebody feeling left out or somebody not somebody feeling neglected, especially if you're in a relationship you got to always make sure your partner is number one in that threesome and felt comfortable safe and most appreciated now i personally don't do them anymore because it's more havoc than it is fun however if you're in another country yeah or like on the water in a yacht in the south of france or the south of italy and it's a one-off and that person's gonna go on and do you know i'm all down for that type of stuff but relationship close to where I live. I'm going to may see the person again. 
it's going to take some good coordination and a lot of maturity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Flame, threesome or not? I'm completely with it. Oh, my God. Let me tell you the difference between threesomes in your 20s and in your 50s. In your 20s, you were supporting cast. And in your 50s, you were Tyler Perry or Steven Spielberg. You directed everything. <laughs> I, I had a threesome about six years ago. I was dealing with an FM, which is a female to male, and his girlfriend came in while we were in the action. The girlfriend said, I'm not mad that I caught y'all. I'm mad that I wasn't invited. I pulled the covers back and say, the door is open. We oh. had party, hardy, money. Oh, my God. I'm with it. I, I think it, especially if we're not in a relationship, I never want to deprive myself of feeling what I want to feel. And this was a feminine girl, the girlfriend was. She was, and that's not my, she was as beautiful as you, Claudia. And that's not really my attraction because I like the masculinity of a trans man. Mm -hmm. But listen, I, I had had an edible. The mood was right. The music was right. She was tight. And I was all right, baby. It was wonderful to me. Come on, let's do it again. <laughs> How many threesomes have you had, Flame? I couldn't I like, count, girl, on two hands, on three hands. I couldn't count it. Al, do you know how many threesomes you've had? Uh, which, which country? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm. Mm, I don't know. I, I've never had one. I talk trash about. It. I'm like, oh, we can do this, but I've never actually done it. So I'm just curious. About Live it. a little, Claudia. Live a little. Yeah, maybe you should Drink try it. Fireball. Drink some water. Spice fireball. it up while you're single. <laughs> All right. You never know. All right. A prison went viral after showing off the sex toy invention that he made for fellow prisoners. The sex toy included two water balloons tied together to make it the shape of a butt. And he also had a black one for folks that want a black ass and he got the blue ass. You know, if you were in need and you were, you know, hey, would you use one of these sex toys if you were in prison? Flame, let's go to you. For, I don't even know why, again, why I'm asking y'all these questions tonight. What do you think? First of all, I was in prison, but only for 46 days. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't use a sex. That would girl, you can't even find it on internet. So before y'all get to search and soulmate, you won't find it. That it was, it was before Jesus. Uh, no, what I'm did not you do? What did you do? Wait, uh, uh. Oh. What did you? No, forget the <laughs> what story. What did you do? Um, I got caught. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I'm not into sex toys, but I got a friend who just bought a sex doll. He's a 36 year old virgin and he just bought it and he bought condoms. So I asked him, why are you buying condoms? He said, for my sex doll. I said, you using condoms? So that's plastic and plastic. I said, do you love it? He says, I gave it a name. The name is Claudia. I'm not, I'm not no. making this up, Claudia. <laughs> no. The sex doll's name is Claudia. No. I made it. No, you oh, love that it. Man Knock, it night. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Why is a sex worker now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Flame! And this is the real thing. I like you your seat tonight, baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> Al, are you going to use this little contraption? And I don't believe that for one second, Flame. You lying? That is hilarious. You know, I got a, I got a confession. <laughs> I got a confession. Actually, when I was coming into age and trying to figure all the sex stuff out, I actually did this. I think I was maybe like twelve. I know I was before I turned Wait, 13. you had sex with balloons like this? I did. Mm-hmm. At that point, I would stick, I would stick it anywhere that, that looked like a booty. So, you know what I mean? Like, I remember blowing up balloons, and I remember, like, hunching on them. I, I do. I, I got to say. It don't I, pop? Like, it don't pop? <clears throat> it, no. I mean, it never. I was young. Ooh, I don't Al, remember. You, I don't. Did you, just, did you just say hunch? Ooh, that's seventies. That's, 80s, yeah, that's I, early eighties. <laughs> listen, I was born in the seventies, so 
Yeah, I, it's so funny because when I read the story, I was like, oh, shoot, I've actually done that. So, yeah, but I didn't put yeah. water in it. I put air. So we got one of y'all had sex with some balloons with some air in it and Flame claiming that one of her friends got a sex doll that has a plastic doll with my name that he screwed. Or and he bought condoms for it. So at, no. least he's at least he's practicing safe sex with you, Claudia. He's practicing safe sex with you. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to commercial. I'm going to tell myself to go on to the next thing, Claudia. Coming up, a teacher <laughs> makes a list for prohibited words by her students. Stay tuned. And uh, sex needs to be on the list. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGF. Real quick before we go to this last story, I just want to just say, um, doing a show like this is very difficult. We had the same crew and cast, which we love for three and a half, over three years. And Flame and I and Alan Flame have never met. So we're doing this by the seat of our pants. We're trying our best. And I think tonight we've had some fantastic chemistry and some great moments, and we've right. never met. So I just want to give y'all y'all your props, Al and Flame, for powering through. It's difficult times. Of course, we love what we had, but we have yeah. to move on. And yeah. I want to say thank you to the two of you for powering through under uh, weird, uncomfortable situations and circumstances. And y'all are both being extremely professional. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Claudia. Uh, thank you, Al. Me and Al are going to hang out together. <laughs> Monday, All right? All I want to know is who's going to be doing the bending? Ooh. Ooh Claudia. Al is a gay man. Gay men don't like trans women like I'm that. I'm not gay. Oh, I'm sorry. He's bisexual. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to leave He's bisexual. How much? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to move on. Check out what happened when a woman's husband refused to pick up a dinner for all of her friends. Watch this clip. Oh, no, no. I don't want to do that. Um, can you uh, separate it? I got the birthday girl and my wife. Separate. Separate. Hey. I'm sorry, you're the only man at this table. Why are we doing separate days? It's all women here. Yeah, no, but I'm not, I'm not responsible for paying everybody. All right, y'all. This was all over social media. So who exactly was in the wrong? What y'all think? Who want to go first on this one? I'll jump in here. Listen, okay. I, I, I feel like we've done this story before, but we'll do it again. He paid, he said who he was paying for. He made it very mm -hmm. clear who he was covering. And for any woman at that table who says that he has to pay a $700 tab just because she's a woman, that's where the disconnect was for me. You don't know what's going on in that man's life. And you also don't know what his wife told him before the night's dinner. She may have said, listen, they're going to try to get you to pay. You just pay for me mine and the girl whose birthday it is i'm not mad at him i i really feel like anybody that attacks him for for this they're the ones that are in the wrong all right flame what are your thoughts uh, listen you can't have it both ways women want equal rights i'm an independent woman i can do it my own thing first of all i have a huge pet peeve about separate checks a whole bunch of different checks i'd rather just pull my american express card and pay for everything and then we divvy it up later but i'm with him i wouldn't have paid either Listen, we came to dinner. It's her birthday. I don't know if the rules were established before, but if we ain't getting it in, I'm not paying for nobody but the person I'm getting it in with and maybe the birthday girl. So I understand what he was saying. If you ain't giving me something in behind, I need some dessert. And not Did you plate. say behind? Not that kind of behind. Here we go. You said if you ain't giving me something behind. Yes, listen. I, listen, if I pay for it, I want it. Ain't that what oh, you're doing? Okay. Do I pay for it? I, I don't, I just, I agree. I don't think he should have paid. 
I'm going to say this. Um, ladies, stop being raggedy like this. Uh, I, I will never just ride with y'all just because you're women. I think this is very whack. It is giving very struggle and very dating or just going to dinner just to get taken care of. It is not your birthday. It is the birthday girls. Actually, the classy thing is everyone at the table puts in extra for the birthday girl. Yeah, and just because a husband is there, he is responsible for his wife and his podcast host that he said. And I think this is very raggedy. I feel like it's staged because they recorded it. But now, nah, ladies, no. And stop thinking you get your food paid for off of somebody else's birthday. It's when it's your birthday, you get your food. All right, I want to thank my fantastic co-host, Al Reynolds and Flame Run Row. Hey, Good thank joy. you. You did awesome, of course. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Please watch the replay tomorrow. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off. And we will see you back here tomorrow. A wonderful color hair flame's gonna have. We're gonna find out tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you. Good night, everybody. Bye, y'all. Have a good night, soulmates. Good night.